Sunday poor. We're back recording on a Monday night. They just went to the half at Arrowhead. The Chiefs are up 17 to 7. Uh, it's a dangerous week. It's feast week. Most dangerous week in all of uh, sports for degenerate gamblers. A lot of football front, front to back this week. Maui Invitational. There's a lot. There's a lot this week. Everyone's got to be careful this week. Everybody's playing catch up on their, yeah, playing catch up already for their holiday spending. Got to make some money back. It's a great week. There's <laughs> opportunities about. I like how you just, <laughs> you just decide to give your, your word of warning and then dive right into how great it is. I mean, it's a tremendous week. It's just because because <laughs> it's like the, it's like the unofficial open to college basketball. No one really paid attention to the first two weeks of college basketball because it was all like layup games. Now it's like you're going to get some big matchups. You're going to get Kansas and like Marquette. You're going to get like Tennessee, Purdue, Gonzaga was today. UConn just played Texas. It's a little like dress rehearsal for March before everyone you know goes back to not caring about college basketball until March, basically. But it's, and then you got Michigan, Ohio State this weekend, Alabama, Auburn. You got a Black Friday game, NFL game. It's, it's fant- what a, what a week. It's fantastic. You got Drew Locke on Thursday night. You got, mm. uh, what's his name for the Jets? Boyle on Friday night. Timmy Boyle. Yeah. yeah. Exciting stuff going on. <laughs> I think, oh, I think Gino's going to play Thursday. Yeah, he came back for the last drive yesterday, but uh, you know he was questionable. But I would imagine he'd be ready to go on Thursday. Yeah, I forgot all about Drew Lock until you just said it. That was pretty bad yesterday having to see Drew Lock. <laughs> yeah, it's never good. That's the second time I was watching the Seahawks game this year, and he made an appearance. Yeah, Oof. you want to talk about bad? See, <laughs> at first he wasn't a first round pick, second round pick maybe. I don't remember. I think he was kind of high. I think it's kind of a high pick. Yeah. Elway, not a great track record drafting quarterbacks. No, he had the look, but not anything else. He, Yeah, he had nothing else. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, good weekend in the, pa- in the in the books as well. Really kicked off the holidays with a bang. We had a good, a good day at Yale Harvard on Saturday. Yeah, fantastic uh, win for Yale. Yeah, Yale uh, a big victory. Yeah, I was uh, – I didn't even realize when we got in there. Maybe it was, you know, the booze and whatnot, but, like, we were winding down at the end of the game, and I thought it was the third quarter. You said it was the third quarter. You announced it was the third quarter to everybody. And it was the fourth quarter. It was very clearly like three minutes left in the fourth. I was like, why are they burning all their timeouts? We got a whole <laughs> quarter left. Well, I mean, he might have been doing that anyway. So we just, as his track record speaks for itself. Well, yeah. I mean, I actually recorded the game. So I went back and watched the last five minutes on Sunday morning at breakfast. But uh, I, the one thing I do remember is killing the coach for calling a timeout right before Harvard was about to call a fourth and 14 play. The whole crowd was nuts on their feet and he just crushed the momentum. You, I thought they were going to lose after that. You actually, in the moment, you're like, don't call a timeout. Don't call a timeout. And right. Like, <laughs> right me, 
timeout, whistles blow, timeout. You're like, oh no, yeah, you're right. Killed the, the game gets a little too the game gets a little too fast for Tony Reno sometimes, <laughs> which is hard. It's hard to say that in I in Ivy League football. Yeah, he gets a little <laughs> he gets a little tight in those spots. I did not like that timeout. Luckily, it did not come back to burn him. DB made a nice play, and uh, Yale is the uh, they're the Ivy League champs. Them and Dartmouth and Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they all count. They do. I do. I think they. I think they hang the banner still. I'm pretty sure the banner goes up. It's a little goofy, but uh, all three. Hey, Harvard. I think. I think all three get the banner. If you go around the uh, the the Yale Bowl, the little you know where they have all the banners, I'm pretty sure it's not just like the ones where they're the sole outright winner, as they call it. I mean, they celebrated like they were the sole winner, so I would imagine. Well, they did beat Harvard and Dartmouth, so by default, you yeah. know, they are the de facto champs, I would I'd, say. Yeah, I would say so. There should be some tiebreaker type situation, but oh well. You think 20 years ago you would have rushed the field? Me? Yeah. For Yale Harvard? Yeah. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think I would have. I would not. No. My ball field for Yale Harvard. It's a big one. win. Yeah, but I don't have any like ties to Yale. I mean, rooting for him. Yeah, born never. in New Haven. I was not born in New Haven. I was. Okay. Well, you asked me if I would rush. Not if you would rush. I think I would have. You think everyone that rushed the field is a Yale alum? No. No way. <laughs> 10, 10% tops. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna I was I was wondering that what amount of people there have Yale ties who's just there for a good time. You mean like actually went to the school? Yeah, went to school, parent went to school, sibling, or something like that. Like actually has a Yale connection. Seven percent. Total at the game, seven percent? You included the parking lot, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, I'd say 7% probably tops. 7%? I mean, everybody I ran into that I knew there did not go to Yale. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, that. Well, everybody else that you didn't know? By the looks of things, uh, I don't know. <laughs> people like people love the game. It they is, love it. It is big. It's big, man, all over. It's just – it's. It's just one of the best tailgates there is, and uh, everyone comes out of the woodwork for it. I feel like a lot of the alums, like they get, you know, they have those, uh, they have those like parties outside, the tents and shit. Those are for the, that's where like the Mm -hmm. alums go, I feel like. As far as the parking lot goes, I'm going to stick with my 7% number. That's the, that's where the riffraff hangs out. The low life and the scumbags. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we had one new addition to the tailgate this year. What do you think? You think he was impressed with uh, what we brought, what a, what the tailgate brought? Yeah, it was right up his alley. I would say it gets it gets crazy. It's just a billion people. It's and like just, we, yeah. we, we were there so early, and it's like it eases into it, and then all of a sudden it is jam packed. Yeah, you just look around and you're like, it's just debauchery. Yeah, yeah. It's really it's really the same every time yes 
Yeah, all of a sudden it's like two o'clock. You're like, oh shit. Where we gotta go. Going? We gotta go in. <laughs> we, no, we don't some... we don't know the score. Yeah, Nobody's got know. service. <laughs> Is Yale covering? <laughs> like, yeah, it's just uh and then before you know it, you're in there and you're just like you're watching a possession or two. I mean, I've gone in there, I and mean, that was that was not the least amount of Yale Harvard I've watched. Really? Watch t- 10 minutes? Oh, no, I've, I've watched less than that. I'd say it was less than 10, but point taken. I've gone in, watched each team score a touchdown, and just left. <laughs> Two possessions, I remember. That's probably my that's probably my low uh, my low mark. Okay, all right. So, Fair enough. so I mean, it's just yeah, everything's on the table. Really, there's no there's no blueprint for Yale Harvard. You just kind of go with the flow, and you kind of just let you know. Do the wave takes you. Right, motion of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> go all over. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think the addition of the toilet was necessary. There will be some. Changes in two years. You know. Oh, we're going to tweak it a little? Oh, yeah. No, I'm getting a big tent to hide it. I don't want people coming up and asking me to use it again. Oh, you're going to get a, a tent with it, within a tent? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. A tent so they can't actually mosey in. You go in, they don't know what it's, you know, a tent within a tent situation. Then you put, like, the table in there and shit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And you're going to put it, like, in front of the car this time? Uh yeah probably yeah. So put the, put the tent in front of the car, put the porta potty tent, in like one of the back corners of that tent. When you go into the front, you have the table there. Like nobody's gonna fucking make their way in there. I'm just gonna know what's going. On. No, people barely knew what was going on when it was where it was. Like people knew. Word spreads fast. It wasn't that many people though. People knew. But if it's hidden, it'd be much less people. I didn't mind people using it. I mean, fuck. Like, I just didn't want a line of people. It's the whole thing. I don't want a line of people at our pisser. Right. Then it just becomes another porta potty. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, how many people walked by and no fucking clue what it was? Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'm trying to think if I would have known what it was, I probably would have caught on. Uh yeah, probably because I think that's how I figured it I out. I guess I guess it just comes down to like college kids really don't have much of a sh- much shame. No, true. Like so, like so, like they're just gonna ask to use it. I know someone who's at the game, bro. A coworker. Yeah. Okay, listen to this. There was guys grilling they'd like steaks on the grill two guys like older guys too yeah college kid walking around with like raw hamburgers asked to use the grill (laughs) i like it and then it gets better (laughs) and then they i guess they like brought back like people they knew and they they use it too that's floodgates opened Oh. Who shows up to who shows up with like raw meat without a grill though? Well, college kids, right? That goes without saying. I just it just goes further my point that they don't have shame. So like using a porta potty, well, nothing. 
when you're in college, it's really it's a matter of survival. You learn to live a little bit differently in college. Yeah. You're not trying like now I kind of feel the same way. It's, it's as an adult, it's survival, but you have like the brain power and the like the know-how that you think ahead, get shit done ahead of time, prepare, right? But when you're in college, you're fucking idiot. You wake up, you're like, today's the game? Like, do we have any burgers? Like, yeah, do we have any propane? Like, no. It's like, all right, grab the burgers, we'll figure it out. And you go, Just and you got, yeah, that's it. And then you're in survival mode. And you're like, you know what we should do is there's a billion people grilling. Let's ask the first people who have grills. Now, those guys made a mistake where you just got it. You just don't want word to spread it. You're the fucking mark. You know, right. once you're the mark, you're fucked. I would have taken down that fucking tent. People started like, there's a line by the car. I would have taken it down. Like we're fucking <laughs> going in. That's it. Just out of spite. Just took it down. Yeah. Like, that is not what I wanted. So those guys Wait, made a mistake. It, when, did you take it down when we went in the game? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, c- yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Because we, you would have came back call. to a huge line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, or they would have just stolen it or something. Yeah. It would have been like two lots over. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you just, once, you're, once you're made as the mark, you're fucked. Well, you're lucky you had a couple enforcers. You had a couple pit bulls fucking guarding it. You guys were heartless. I wasn't even that bad. I mean, I was a little cold, but like our resident golf expert was just Steiner recliner was just he wanted to he wanted to piss in it only him and himself alone. <laughs> he didn't think anybody else should piss in that thing besides him. He was, bring your own fucking tent next time. <laughs> he was like he was daring people to like to look at it. He's like, you keep walking. <laughs> Yeah, he was in a he was in a he was in a mood, a drunk mood. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Harvard brings uh, it brings out a little bit of everything and everybody. <laughs> yes, he was fired up. Yeah, but oh, I didn't have a problem with it. I'd have a problem with it. But 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 I also brought that knowing it was a possibility. You can't hide it. But now I know, and I kind of looked around, scattered it out. Now I know there's 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 there will be a way to hide it. Did you did you see anybody else have have one there? No, no. Like that's I, I thought it was like a thing. Now I guess not. Uh, Maybe I, down, so I've more seen down that, south, I guess. Well, I see. I only saw it at one concert, and that's right. A lot of people idea. have them. I thought I thought I saw two, maybe, but maybe it's just one. And and that's how I I didn't I had no clue what it was. I said, "What the fuck is that tent?" Like right there. We were driving. I wasn't even like next to it. We were driving. I saw it out the window. I said, "What is that tent?" And I think somebody in the car knew, like it was a camping camping gear situation. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where we got it. And that's where I got the idea. Hmm. All right. And well, I'm, te- I'm telling you, it's very satisfying to know you're in a tailgate with, well, I guess, seven percent Yale graduates and shit. <laughs> and then now you're the only one who thought to have their own pee shot, especially with those lines every year. Those lines are miserable with the porta bodies. I didn't even see. I didn't even go near the porta potty, so I didn't even see what the line. I'm sure they were as bad as they, you know, ever been, as they always are. Oh, the worst. Yeah, 
I, it really just saves like so much time. Yeah, and even just having my son there, it's like you got to plan for two. That's not easy or ideal. Yeah, yeah. It's just so convenient to have it close by. That's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's uh, what an invention. Like, who thought of that? I mean, it's just a tent with a bucket. <laughs> I know, but I know that's my point. It's something so simple, but like, why have we never even thought of it? Our bladders probably can handle a little bit more a few years back. <laughs> yeah. That's my guess. Not to break well, the seal so early back in the back in the day. Now. Once yeah, you start, now it's a little different. Yeah. Once you yeah, once you start, it's like I we would have spent how much time would we have spent in line? Oh, you spent forever in line, oh. dude. I'd say once once the once it really gets ramped up, like late late morning mm-hmm. into the afternoon, I think you're looking at minimum twenty minutes in line. Yeah, you're going you're going to the bathroom, you're going back, drinking a beer, taking another one, and waiting yeah. in line. It's miserable. It's hell. Yeah, you just start. Yeah, you just go A and B, point A to point B, back and forth. Yeah, that's it. That's no fun. Nope. Nope, not fun at all. Yeah, so <laughs> Ivy League champs, Yale. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, all right, there's your Saturday recap. Uh, let's see. Sunday recap? Sunday recap, yeah. Let's see. What was the game of the day yesterday? Let me see. I actually wrote down the game, so let me see if I can find which one. Uh, God, there really wasn't uh... The Lions, the, game, a, okay. the Lions might have been qualified for it. I'm going to say, yeah, but the Bears suck. Yeah, that's fair. But it was just they were in a tough spot. Came back. I'm going to say the game of the day was Brown Steelers. I mean, that was not a great game. <laughs> yeah, but it had the most impact on the landscape of the conference. That's true. That's a great win if you're a Browns fan. Like you wake up feeling awesome. Yeah, today. came down to the wire. It's like okay, not a bad game. I guess you wake up, I mean, you wake ugly. up feeling great. And that was one of those games where like it's all about where when when you bo- uh you bet it. Because mm. that was like that was over three at one point during the week before Watson was ruled out. And then once Watson got you know out for the season. It plummeted, so it all depends on when you bet that. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, if you look at schedules, Cleveland has a shot to win that division, even with this rookie quarterback. Cleveland is in great position right now. Baltimore has a tougher schedule. Cleveland has some – I mean, they're all going to be 50-50 games when you're the Browns. That's just how – that's just life as, life as a Brown, right? You can lose to anybody. Yep. But they have games where I don't think they have any game. There's no like Chiefs on the schedule. There's no Eagles. There's no uh, I don't know who else. Even like Dallas or, or or Lions, Niners. They have let me get the schedule. At Denver, this will be a slight dog. At Rams, same thing. Probably like a slight dog. Home Jaguars, home Bears, Texans, Jets. And the Bengals, who are going to be t- 
toast by then, probably. Yeah, nothing insurmountable, nothing to be terrified at. And the Steelers finally, Steelers finally got bit. Yeah, that's you know you're talking about walking the tightrope all season. Got outgained again. Oh for ten. By yeah, by team with not a great offense. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So yeah, that was probably my game of the day, even though probably didn't spend a a whole lot of time on red zone, if I had to guess. Right, but good finish, and they said it was important. So. Yeah, and I did have I did have. Uh, we did have red zone on, uh, so I can confirm that it was not. <laughs> it was not checked in on a lot. No, nah, not 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 often. <laughs> and even like the one touchdown that Pittsburgh scored was like an eighty-yard run by Warren. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The one time. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, well, that Lions game. Did feature 17 points in the fourth quarter by Detroit. They were down. I know the Bears suck and the Bears find ways to lose anyway, but it was just uh seeing them turn it on like that. I don't know. I don't know if that makes you feel good because they turned it on or it makes you feel bad because they got down to the, to the Bears. But uh a win they had to have, you got to beat bad teams like that. Keep some eight and two, get some eight and two. And uh, Lions are looking good going into Thanksgiving. Yeah, no style points in the NFL. I'll say that probably a couple times during this recap. But <laughs> no no style points. You just got to survive in advance. Division game. As soon as Detroit cut it to 26-21, it was over. <laughs> Every, everyone knew it was over once they cut it because the Bears weren't going to put the game away. And as soon as the Lions got the ball back, that was it. Um, and they almost pulled out the miracle cover there. Fields got the ball back down three, and he, I think, was it a fumble? Hutchinson forced a fumble into the and end safety. Yeah. Went through the end zone. That easily could have been a miracle Lions cover. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everyone who had the Lions survives their uh, survivor pool. Uh, so, Bears cover, Lions win. And yeah, Lions going into Thanksgiving now against Green Bay. Mm. Uh, that's what else happened yesterday. You guys got scared a little bit. Jalen Rams made a game-saving pick. Were you Jalen nervous? Was awesome. Yeah, that was, an, that was an amazing catch. <laughs> yeah, well, that might have been the catch of the day. His pick to end that game. Um, I don't know if it actually ended the game, but ended the Raiders. It threat. did. That was the last play. Yeah, and. Uh, well, actually, uh, no, that was the best catch. But also the the catch, who who caught the final touchdown in the Denver game? That was a nice catch, too. It wasn't anything like oh, that. Oh, Sutton. Yeah, I didn't see that one. But, yeah, Sutton. It was not yeah, not nearly as good as that catch, but still a good catch. Um, Yeah, how nervous were you going down? Because like, I didn't have you on the ropes exactly, but chance to tie it late. Yeah, my guard is always up. I, I was definitely uh, – Nervous there, could not put him away. Just dumb shit all day. Fumbles, interceptions, telegraph passes, fucking uh, what else? Miss field goal. Uh, just, just like it was, it was all bad. Three turnovers. I think the Raiders turned the ball over three times too, though. So I guess that cancels out. But still, it was uh, sloppy. Sloppy game, and I didn't. Is coming out of a bye. 
these are the things I look at. Like you're coming out of a bye. Come on, you got to be sharp coming out of a bye. That's coaching. So you got to step it up a little bit. Yeah, you just Daniel. don't. You just don't want. You don't want those things to become a habit against good teams. Yeah. Now, if I could spin it to a glass, well, first of all, no style points. That's count. If you're right, there you go. Time. He called the shot. Yeah. <laughs> survive, survive in advance in this league, right? You don't give wins back. Um, but if I could be glass half full, maybe, like maybe the Raiders D is good now with Pierce. I don't know, because like when they beat the Jets and Giants, it was like, all right, Tommy DeVito, Zach Wilson. I think the Raiders maybe the Raiders D is good. I don't know. I think the Raiders D has some pieces to it. They're a little, little bit underrated of a group, for sure. Yeah, um, and they've been playing pretty well. They have some playmakers in that on that team. Yeah, Crosby's pretty nice. They got uh, there's a guy. There's a kid. The kid who had the pick at the end of uh, last yeah. Thursday, Thursday, Monday. I forget when they played on prime time. Uh, yeah, picked to end one of the games. Yeah, I forget um, his name. He, yeah, he's like a he was a high uh, draft pick, right? I, yeah, I think so. You're starting to see some defenses kind of come into their own. Uh, this part of the season is kind of ugly early on, but team like them, team like the Broncos, starting to see the defense kind of come together. It's you got kind of got to remember that that it's just this is a late blooming thing in the NFL. Defenses. Well, I think it's it's certain units. I don't think it's own. I don't think it's specific to defenses. I think offenses have that issue too, where they don't click right away. Sometimes it takes them a few weeks, maybe a month or month and a half to kind of get where they need to be. And uh, the Broncos D is like the glue. And then here's the Broncos. Going last night, and now that they take care of the Vikings, they're five and five, and they're in good position for a little bit of a playoff mm-hmm. push. Yeah, and I think their defense is dangerous and scary. I don't want to face the Broncos D. Broncos D, yeah, Broncos D is always scary. Like I feel like the Broncos have been the same team forever, even like Peyton Manning's last year. Yeah, go off some D when they yep. won the Super Bowl. The Broncos always have a good defense, one way or another. Uh, and real quick, going back to the Dolphins, I'm I'm I, I'm giving the MVP right now to Tyreek. Exactly. Especially good? like what like these two guys. I mean, Hertz and Mahomes are the two frontrunners, I think. And like you watching them play tonight, they've been a little spotty. Like they're not going to give it to Tyreek because of you know whatever he's got going on off the field. Mm-hmm. Um. But like on a day where like the Dolphins' offense didn't have it, he was ten catches, one forty-six. Yeah, like it's just, he's just like automatic. I want to see actually. I'm looking up the odds right now. I bet you it's not going to be up because these guys are playing. Yeah, it's not up right now. I was curious to see what the uh, MVP odds are. But they're I not going to give it to him. Not, not even because he's off the field stuff. They just don't get it. It had to be where like Cooper Cup didn't get it two years ago. We had one of the greatest seasons of all time. Who they give it to? The Rogers there. Uh, that was the year that the that the Rams won. That was, I think, that was a Rogers year. Yeah, I think it was. I think Cup came in second, maybe. I think Cup came in second, but I mean, Tyreek isn't Tyreek basically matching Cup though? Is it pretty close? I don't know the numbers. I'm saying that's got to be if they didn't give it to Cup that year. Like Rogers was good, but I mean, Cup was like an all time year. 
Yeah. Yeah, they just the last time they gave it to a non-quarterback, I think, was Peterson. That's that's forever ago. And a defensive guy, I feel like, will just never win again. Like no shot. Yeah, it's. You'd have to have like thirty sacks. <laughs> yeah, to break some kind of break multiple records. But I feel like this could. This is a type of year. Like Mahomes, I, I don't know. Mahomes has been a little spotty. By Mahomes standards. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang on! Someone just posted this is ah, this is six days ago, so it's not current. I mean, Ty- this is six days ago, so it's before week eleven. I mean, Tyreek was forty to one. That's still very high. It's like not, not nothing to say that Vegas knows something's coming. But I mean, I mean, I can see where you're right because there's not really a front runner at this point. This has Hertz plus two eighty as the favorite. Mahomes plus three hundred. I hate to say this, but like the Eagles are eight and one, but they're not. I don't know. They don't feel like it's a dominating one. A whole home eight and one. No, yeah, I felt. I thought Hertz was the MVP last year. Personally, I thought Mahomes kind of got it more in reputation. Not that he wasn't good, but like I thought Hertz was just the MVP last year. He's awesome. Yeah. This year, I mean, I stick by it. I think it's – I'll give you a guy, too. He's third on this list. Lamar, I think, has had more of an impact than those the other two guys, Mahomes and Hurts. Yeah, I think Lamar had a chance. Probably still has a chance, but – No, he's going to have some bad games and fuck it up, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I hate MVP talk, whatever. We did it. That's <laughs> it. We're done. We're done for the season. That's it. I'm just telling you, I think Tariq's the MVP. That's my opinion. We'll see. We'll see if he gets any votes. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? Um, Chargers showed us who they were once again. We were right, by yeah. the way. Yeah, the joint pick actually came through somehow, some way. That was just every Chargers game is the same. I think I said that when I was making <laughs> the pick. I was like, every Charger game is the same. I feel like I heard it's, somebody say that yesterday, like on the commentary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not an original thought. It's just no, it's, I know. <laughs> it's kind of uh, old hat now. Just every game is the same, and like. When the Packers are driving, you know they're going to score. You know, you know when it's close in the fourth quarter, at some point the Packers are going to be winning. And, like, in a league where offense is just, you know, I, I mean, I guess offense is technically down. But still, when it when a team has to get in field goal re- range, you kind of just expect it because it's so easy to move the ball. Mm-hmm. You knew the Chargers, at best, were going to get a field goal attempt and miss it. That was the best that was going to yeah. happen on that last drive. Yep. As it happens, I don't even remember. Were they three and out, I think? Four and out? That drop pass was – I mean – There was a couple open. drop passes. There there's, was a couple drop passes. There's a guy wide open on the sideline and fucking kicks it. They are the Chargers. It is unbelievable. They, unbelievable. they really are the Chargers. They just – they live the gimmick, man. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> It's it's it doesn't make any sense. I guess it makes perfect sense, but it's like to have it happen every time. 
Oh, yeah, yeah there's there's certain things that you just can't explain. It was like that Cowboy game a couple weeks ago against the Eagles where Dak stepped out of bounds and the tight end was like an inch short. It was like, how does the same shit happen to the same teams? It's yeah, for crazy. Yeah, different players, multi-generational situations. Yeah, yeah it is crazy. Yeah, well, at least Green Bay now. That's a little juice now going to Thanksgiving. What's that? It's a little uh, juice, uh, Green Bay winning that game. Yeah, for sure. And I will say this. I'm, I have not been in on Jordan Love at all. I have Green Bay as an under, maybe my only win. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Love, just to show that I'm fair, has looked pretty good, I thought, the past couple of weeks. That Steeler game, right. that's yeah, that Steeler game was a little misleading. His stat line wasn't great, but he made some throws in that game. Right. Uh, so, see a little test on uh, Thanksgiving, playing Detroit. Yeah, big test. Well, are we got. Are we picking those games on the second half? Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, the thing with the Detroit is, is how much is how much you trust them to be a dominant team. Good team. It was. Uh, yeah, and Goff was like, Goff was bad Goff for a lot. Yeah, three picks, yeah. Did not do great. They're a team, you're, not, you're never going to trust. you got to see it to believe it with the Lions. Yeah. They're just, you're never going to fully trust them. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? The, the four o'clock. Uh, tush, tush, push. One o'clock's were okay. Fours were a little bit boring. Ram Seahawks said you hold on a little bit. 49ers took care of the Bucks. Uh and the the Bills Jets game was like seven hours long. The Bills Jets game was awful. It was it was atrocious. That was so and I was like geared up for that game. I was like, all right, this is the game that's on TV. I'll I'll uh I'll I'll take a break from Reds or I'll throw Reds on the second TV or whatever. I'll I'll zone in. I couldn't watch it. It was brutal. I mean Zach Wilson is the worst to ever do it. He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> he, he stinks. I mean, yep. they're playing. I mean, they they're going to Timmy Boyle now. I mean, they couldn't play Wilson one more week. They could not. Couldn't. We could not get one more Zach Wilson week. Not on Amazon. Amazon won't have. Jesus, because now I'm terrified of Timmy Boyle, and the spread's out of control. I hate the spread. Have you seen what the number is? No. What is it like? Four. Uh, 17 or something? No, no, no. It's, it's uh, <laughs> out of control. I don't know. It's, it's all the way up to nine and a half. Oh, all that's right. A, that's, a lot, that's a lot for a road division game. The Jets are just bad. I know. The defense is still legit, though, so that scares me. But yeah, I wish uh, I wish Tim Boyle wasn't playing, which is a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> at least you knew what you had was Zach Wilson. Exactly. I, I was under the impression I was going to get at least one Zach Wilson game this year. <laughs> got chipped. Yeah. Uh, what else? I wrap it up here. Giants took care of the Commanders. Hit their third one of the season. Uh, Tommy DeVito is way, way the future, apparently. Uh, Cowboys waxed the Panthers 33-10. Jaguars yeah. took care of the Titans 34-14. No real action on there. Florida. Oh, nah. uh, best of uh, the Buck, the Texans. Um, Texans win again, beat the Cardinals, and uh, move to six and four. That's a good Texans win because classic trap game. That oh, yeah. that was in between 
So they beat Cincy the week before. The week before, is that right? Yeah, yeah, Cincy. Okay. And then they have Jacksonville coming up this week. So it was like two big games, and the trap was set in the mm-hmm. middle. Arizona at home, you know, kind of two and nine team, and they, you know, they took care of business. It wasn't easy, but no style points. Right. Yeah. No, especially for a young team that got one out. You're the team you're supposed to beat. Yeah. A good W. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, Kyle looks all right. There's Hertz MVP into the end zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so, it's so early for Kyler. The thing is, like, I didn't really trust Kyler when he was healthy. So, no, no. And that fuck, real quick note on that Niners game. Mm hmm. They fucking left the back door open that entire second half. I had the Niners a couple different places, the pool we do on the show, mm-hmm. and they it was 27-14 forever. There's way and they they there. just kept punting it back to Baker, and I was just <laughs> like the, the defense just kept having to make plays to keep them out. <laughs> Tough spot to be in. And that's another game where it depends where you bet it because it went all the way up to 13 and a half. Oh, geez. So if you bet it right before kickoff for yeah. that day, he got burned. Same yeah. with Rams-Seahawks. Rams ended up being a point-and-a-half favorite. Oh, man. They may yeah. have actually went off at two-and-a-half. So that's three games. The Browns game, same thing, where, like, it depends where you get these – it depends where you get these lines at. Sure, they, yeah. What, what did Houston win by? Houston win by five? Uh, 21-16, yeah. Because that was another one, I think – they may have went off at five and a half, six, but it opened at four and a half. It's like these lines are so on point, man. Like you gotta just like find a way to get the best. Number, you, gotta bet, you gotta bet the number. Yeah, that's it. You can't. That's really what it comes down to. It's it's a. It takes some research and stuff. You gotta know your shit, and uh, follow the lines and figure it out. But it's not easy, man. It's a tough, no. it's a tough racket. All right, we gotta take our break. We'll come back and do our picks for Thursday uh, Thanksgiving night. All right, Thanksgiving week is here. Uh, turkey and all the trimmings coming up. And what's your favorite side? Let's do that one. What do you go for? It's chalk, but stuffing. Stuffing is pretty good, yeah. I can't. I mean, it's the best. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Like, we do pretty big meals now, but... I don't know how we did so much food when I was a kid because there was even more when I was a kid. Like more, more food. Well, like quantities of it or just options? Options. Okay, so you had like... Like, I don't think we did uh, the soup when I was a kid. We do the soup now. We do soup, we do pasta, and then it's then it's the turkey and everything else. Maybe like stuff, artichokes, something like that, like after. Yep. Uh, but back in the day, we used to have like two different kinds of sausages in the table, as well. Really? Yeah, like so. Like what? The, what, the, what were the two of them? Like one was like sausages and mushrooms. I forget what the other one was, but it's just like wow. How, how do you need any more meat <laughs> on Thanksgiving? Sometimes, sometimes people do like a little ham because not not really likes turkey. Yeah, I like, hate those people. But yeah, you hate the ham people. I just hate people who talk shit about turkey, man. It's like it's once a year. I hate people who talk shit about the whole meal. Yeah, it's a solid meal. I don't know what the big deal is. 
I don't I don't know what it is either. Who, like, who what have you heard? You heard people shitting on Thanksgiving. They're tired of it. What's the story? Yeah, there's just like boring turkey stuff, and they'd rather be eating other things. It's like it's once a year, man, and it's it's a great combination of just all different variety: the stuffing with the cranberry, with the mashed potatoes, maybe a little sweet potato casserole. It's it's a lot of stuff that you don't have as you know that often. Yeah, it's just all out there. It's a smorgasbord. Yeah, do you. There's no other thing. We kind of discussed this last year, but there's no other time that, that you have anything in this meal. Like, you don't do stuffing ever during the year. You don't do turkey ever during the year. No, never. Cranberry. I don't sniff a cranberry. Not even close. Uh, sweet potatoes, maybe, but not in this style. Nope. Uh, sweet potato. you, sweet, you like sweet potato fries, Ant? No, not a sweet potato fry guy. You know why nobody likes sweet potato fries? Because nobody knows what to fucking dip them in. So let's use honey mustard to dip them in. Honey mustard and they're good. Okay. It's a nobody. Yeah. Nobody knows. We we should do that at the diner because any kind any time we serve the the sweet potato fries, side of honey mustard with them automatic. Because ketchup makes them too sweet. This doesn't really go. I don't know if it makes them too sweet. This doesn't really go with the fry itself. I think regular fries are just so good that I just I can't get into the sweet potato fry. That's understandable, yeah. Yeah, that's you're, just, you're, that's loyal, just you're, you're loyal to the Idaho potato. I am loyal to those yeah. russets. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh yeah, I'd be hard pressed to see, think of anything else that we like. I don't know. I can't believe the two sausages. That's Wow. Like, I, like I make a lasagna. I like I make a lasagna, and I don't even. I always put meat in my lasagna, like sausage, whatever. Yeah, I, I'll make it meatless on Thanksgiving because I feel like it's overkill. Too much meat, yeah. It's too much meat. Uh, yeah, we do the money gots. I don't know. There might have been lasagna when I was younger. I don't know. Might have been lasagna, like at my grandmother's house back in the day. Yeah, it's uh, you know, Italians got to put their spin on it. You know what I mean? We're the but only ones. Like- do, we're the only ones who do that. I've talked to other ethnic groups. Nobody else puts the sw- the spin on it. Nobody yeah, I know it's just us. Yeah, no. We I think uh, that's when I realized we might have a problem. Like everybody else is like, no, we didn't have Thanksgiving until we came to this country. We're not. Yeah, but we're not that bad because I was talking to our intern yesterday about this. Oh, and no. he he was yeah he was saying that his in-laws for a while like they just did like an Italian dinner on Thanksgiving <laughs> and he and he was like he was like you got to do a turkey like what are we doing here like <laughs> like you could put your spin on it but you also have to pilgrims Indians turkey stuffing like what are we right doing? yeah you got it. At least so we're not case. we're not that bad. We don't like ignore the American side of it. We just do like a pasta with it. Pasta and pasta is like that's every fucking holiday. That's yeah. just that's what you do. Yeah, that uh, my right? problem is. Yeah, I agree. But you you could overdo it. Not you, but I'm saying like somebody could overdo it with the pasta. Fill up on pasta, no good. You got to go light in the pasta, and you got to spread it out. You got to go early on the pasta. Pasta and antipasta has to be like 
I'd say first half, like maybe halftime Lions game. It all depends on when you want to have the actual the meal. Do you do um, like the full Anibast? Like the dish, uh, like pass the dish around type thing? No, I mean it's casual. It's uh, pickings. And it's it's more of a like it's more of a charcuterie, really. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, like, yeah. It's nothing. It's not too elaborate. Right, right. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you can't you can't go too crazy because the the fucking meal. There's so much food. It's not a sit down Anibas. That's what I'm saying. No. Right, right, right. Okay. No. Just walk up to it. Pull a little something on your help, plate. Help yourself. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. There you go. There's your Thanksgiving prep. Much needed. Um. And then desserts, pies. I'm a yeah pies. I'm a um, I'm a pumpkin guy. Yeah, it's because it's one of those things like, you know, this is definitely something we've talked about. Like, you can't have like pumpkin pie on Christmas. Pumpkin pie any other time, I feel like is very strange. It's a short window. The pumpkin pie window is very short. I think that's why I like it so much. I like, you know, what I mean, because you got to thread the needle and you got to mm-hmm. take advantage of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do like a uh, one one pie I've gotten into like last five years is pecan. Pecan's a great pie. Pe- pecan pie is very good. I'm a big fan of pies in general. So yeah, I like a pecan pie. Your boy Sean Morash and the fans said they should replace birthday cake with birthday pies. I heard him say that today. <laughs> I don't know how these people got jobs. I don't understand. <laughs> they, do they believe the shit they say that they comes out of their mouth? They say stuff like that? A birthday cake? Or birthday pies of a birthday cake? Does, oh, he, believe, man, does he believe his own bullshit? Maybe, I mean... Maybe when you get to a certain age, you get you switch over to birthday pies. Look, as far as I'm concerned, it's your birthday. You can do whatever you want, but let's not go yeah. for the most societal breakdown. Say, look, we're just going to we're going to switch it over to pies. Like if I wanted a pie, great. I'm not saying we should all switch to birthday pie. It's fucking lunacy. I would. I like pies, but I would stick with the the cake. Although I do think cake could be overrated. There are there are some cakes that are very indulgent type cakes and just sweet and too savory for me. There's something about this is definitely something I've said before, but that's what this show is for our new listeners. There's <laughs> something about there's something about cake, right? Mm-hmm. Where like you can only do one piece of cake. But there's other desserts, and I feel like pie fits this category where like you can get two pieces of pie, like an apple and a pumpkin or a pecan and a whatever blueberry. And it's like, you're not, you're not, in, uh, you're not a glutton. Well, the pies, the pie slice is generally smaller than the cake slice too. True. Cake slices are, are a little bit, yeah, they're a little bit bigger. Um, And because the pie crust is not thick or heavy. You get some of the filling in there. You're not getting all that fluff with the cake. Yeah, it's yeah, just well, more socially acceptable. Like, guy has a second piece of cake. You're like, fucking guy, second piece. This guy's serious. Well, I came to my house two weeks ago. I had one piece of cake. I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Having a piece of cake, <laughs> wandering off the street, having a piece of cake. 
<laughs> oh man, yeah. I don't know. It depends. It depends on the cake, though. But but yeah, I I, I lean a little bit towards uh, I would lean a little bit towards pie, just because you know, a lot of variety. It's more festive too. Cake is like kids, birthdays, you know. Pie is like holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, diner. Yeah, diner, sure. Yeah, I like a nice piece of blueberry pie at the diner. Yeah, blueberry pie is great. Who doesn't like blueberry pie? I really, I think I really like blueberry pie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about to start saying replace cake with it for birthdays, but yeah, it's good. No, you do. I yeah, it should be, it should be on the um, what do you want to call it? Person's birthday it should be on them to decide what they want for dessert, though. Yeah, I mean, if you it's your birthday, you don't like cake, and you want a, I don't know, fucking. Ice cream Sunday, you can have ice cream Sunday. That'd be awesome. As far as I'm concerned. That'd be awesome. Just ice cream Sundays. Yeah, I'm not locking, I'm not locking you personally into having cake. No. Nah. But I'm not gonna start saying birthday pie either. Or birthday Sunday. <laughs> birthday, birthday pie, nah. I don't I don't think it's gonna catch on if I had to guess. <laughs> uh no, I don't think he's the influencer that he thinks he is, so probably not. All right. With that, our Thanksgiving games are here. We have three. Uh, the best team on the docket has the smallest number. That's 8 o'clock. We'll get to that last. First game up is 12 o'clock. 12.30, rather. Green Bay visits the Detroit Lions, and the Detroit Lions are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. These picks, I anticipated. Go ahead. These, these picks will go against our yearly. We'll each pick each game, and these picks will go against our yearly, uh, our yearly totals. We'll sum it up on Friday or Saturday when all these games are in the books. This game, the Kansas City Eagles game, is on our list, so we will have a total of six games picked when we come in on Friday or Saturday whenever we do our picks for the weekend, and. Uh, That'll be the next update. With that, here's your Thanksgiving picks on Sunday Four. I anticipated taking the Lions when I first saw this spread. I saw the seven and a half. I thought, oh, everyone's going to be baited into taking Green Bay with the hook. Detroit's the play here. But during the break, during our quick little intermission, I think I, I talked myself into the Packers. First off, I kind of want to reward them for covering yesterday. So that's number one. Number two, I know it's you can't overreact too much because it's so week to week. But just Detroit, seeing them struggle with the Bears, I don't know. It's like I can't unsee that now. And maybe I'm just – maybe the Lions and Packers just laid a trap for me, right? Packers look good. Lions don't. Now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm getting all these points. Whatever. So I'm a sucker. Give me the Packers getting seven and a half. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm a big Lions fan. I, I believe in this team, the Lions. I just don't think they're a dominant team. Um, short week, close game. This is, I mean, this is the makings of a blow up written all over it. That early game. Usually it's Detroit getting blown out. But uh, 
I'm go. I'm sticking with Green Bay here because just Detroit cannot be trusted with a big number like this. Game number two. Tough spot. No, I was saying it's a t- it's a tough spot, but uh, I settled on Green Bay. It's a tough spot, though. No, I hear you. I'm with you though. Uh, game number two, the 4:30 game. NFC East matchup between the Washington Commanders and the Dallas Cowboys. It is an 11 point spread. Cowboys are favored by 11. I mean, all the Cowboys do is just bash bad teams. I mean, it's incredible. Even even Carolina, it felt like uh, felt like they wanted to let Carolina in that game, and Carolina just had no interest in in making it a game. Uh, with that said. I can't. I can't help myself. I see eleven points in a division game, NFC East game. I'm taking Washington. I don't care. I'm. am t- taking the eleven points. I'll risk it. I know Dallas is a bully team. I know that they're gonna. You know, probably mo- more than likely win this game. But God, the the something about the Commanders. When you count them out, they pl- they'll play like a big game, and Sam Howell will throw for like four hundred yards. And I'm not saying that this is going to happen. I just I, – I can't lay 11 in this game. So, um, definitely would not make my card if this wasn't a Thanksgiving game. Mm-hmm. But I'll take Washington getting 11. I'm going to disagree with you there. I do believe Dallas is a bully team, and I do believe Washington is, is ready to be bullied. On top of that, I picked that first game. And, like, there's always a like, – there's like no faith in Thanksgiving games to come through. I see just Dallas kind of running away with this one early. Washington to never be able to catch up with them. And uh Dallas with a big win, another big win on their uh on their slate. And we go into December talking about them. People are talking about the Super Bowl chances, and then we're just getting just getting ready for the big fall. That's all. Yeah. Well, more likely 11. than not, yeah. Dallas minus eleven. Um and the eight o'clock game. San Francisco goes to Seattle, and Seattle uh, will be the underdog here, the home dog, six-and-a-half-point dogs. San Francisco favored by six-and-a-half. Touch, push, touchdown. Yeah, that was a quick strike. Do you hate the touch, push? How much do you hate it? I just hate it because the Eagles. I don't really hate the play itself. Why is everyone always offsides on it? I don't know. Yeah. Just trying to get an edge. All right, Jalen Hurts, another rushing touchdown. MVP. Yeah. All right, what's the spread of this game? San Francisco favored by six and a half. I'm taking the Niners. I, I'm I've had them the last two weeks. I'm not jumping off them. I mean, this is this has all the makings of this checks a lot of boxes um, where I would like the dog here. Prime time home underdog, you know, divisional matchup, you know, home dog. Uh, this just checks a lot of boxes where I would take Seattle, but uh, I just think the Niners are much better than Seattle. Seattle's been a nice story. Uh, it's been a nice story for like a year and a half now. Like Gino and, and Pete Carroll, especially looking at like what Russell Wilson has done <laughs> since he left. Um, but I think Seattle, it's 
Seattle's not very good. I think Seattle's going to lose this game. Then they got Dallas the following week on a Thursday night. Seattle's coming back to the pack. Geno's coming back to earth a little bit. Uh, I think the Niners win this game by double digits. You know, I'm looking for something in this game. Give me a reason to pick Seattle. But with San Francisco being healthy now, Purdy's looking a little bit better. You know, if one of the big guys was hurt, McCaffrey or Debo or Ayuk, even Kittle was hurt, like maybe it could give me, just give me one reason. You know, give me one weapon that's down. Like, give me a reason to pick Seattle. But there's just with San Francisco healthy, it's impossible to pick against them. So I'm with you, man. I gotta go San Fran with the six and a half. Yeah. Those are the Thanksgiving picks, and I'm a historically bad Thanksgiving better. So in that case, I'm picking two of my picks. <laughs> two picks I have with you. Uh no, there you go. We both have Green Bay, San Fran, and it's got Washington, Dallas. And uh, we will see you on the weekend with uh, the updates on that. Uh, yeah. All right. And hey, what's been going on in the world, man? I, 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 I'm I, like dreadfully out of touch with the world right now. I don't know oh, yeah? Shit. Yeah, I've just been fucking busy at work and just not, just not, not procrastinating as I used to, which is like reading papers and stuff. Like online, not the actual newspaper, but... Uh, I have no idea what's going on. I never know what's going on in the world, though. That's the problem. I came to the wrong guy. I avoid. I avoid the world. I live in my own world. I'm watching Kansas and fucking Shamanon right now. <laughs> I don't even know where Shamanon is, but they always end up in these preseason tournaments, some one way or another. Let's see. Kansas is laying forty-two and a half in this game, and they are up twenty-four. Three minutes left, so it does not look like they're going to cover. Let's see, new Fargo. Uh, oh, yeah. Starts Tomorrow this week. night. There you go. Let's see, John Tomorrow Hamm. Night, John Hamm, Jennifer Jason Lee. Okay. Is John Hamm going to do the, the accent? I don't know. Yeah, they always throw a couple guys in there that don't do the accent out of, out of town or whatever. I don't know. I think he's like a Texan or something, isn't he? Isn't he a cowboy guy? Oh, yeah, he could do a Texan. He could be a Texan. He can't be a Dakotan. I think he pulls off a Texan much more. <laughs> He's too too dark of like features for a Dakotan. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not too much. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I got some. I got some holiday movies taping in oh. preparation for when we start. Uh, okay. What's on? Uh, what's coming up? What are What's on our list for this year? So I got Scrooge taping. I've never seen Scrooge. Oh, all right. Yeah, a little Bill Murray. It's my Bill Murray blind spot. It's not a bad one. And then I got, uh, I mean, these are movies I've seen, but I got the original Miracle on 34th taping. Uh, okay. I got the Santa Claus, which Tim Allen, That's a, that's one of those like, I don't know why I'd call it classic, but it's a little more modern day classic. Like it's not on like the Christmas vacation level, yeah. but I don't know. That was always, that, I always thought that was pretty good for like a uh, newer second tier, like Christmas movie. It was a childhood classic, like a classic of your childhood, basically. Yeah. 
It's not really. I don't even know if classic. Classic might be a little strong. It's it's good. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I just mean a classic for that for an age group. Yeah, like specific. Yeah. It's not one of those ones that transcends time. Like no. kids today aren't clamoring to see, uh, you know, the old, <laughs> the old Santa Claus. Although they did do a series about it, Tim Allen came for it. Yeah, huh. I don't think it was anything. No, it was just in in the world of we need more content. They're like, you hey, know, let's reboot this and bring Tim Allen back for a few episodes of this and throw him in Santa Claus and whatever. So. Huh. Uh, all right. And then I got uh Jingle All the Way, which I haven't seen in years. I just saw it was it was gonna be on like in a week, so I, I got that in the D V R. Jingle all That's the Arnold way. Yeah. And uh Phil Hartman. Oh wow, okay. I think Phil Hartman's in that. Is it yeah, I think it's him. And then um there's actually a jingle all the way too. Both of them? Back, back for more? <laughs> I don't think it was both of them. Oh, Sinbad is also in Jingle all the way. Um, an and Jim Belushi. An all-star cast. And then uh, I got uh, Chiefs are punting. Jesus. Chiefs offense. And then um, what else I got? Oh, Trapped in Paradise, which that's, is an off-the-radar. That's, that's a classic. That is a classic. That one I watched for the first time. It wasn't the first time, but it was like the first time in my adult life. Like I probably hadn't seen it in 20 years. Oh, it's such a good movie. That's, That's Dana uh, Carvey. Yep. John Lovitz. Yep. Nick Cage. And, right, and Nick Cage. How can yeah. I forget Nick Cage? And then there's who plays Nick Cage's girlfriend. There's a definitely... Yeah, I, I, get, I get I get picture, but I don't know her name. I only know her from that movie. Brunette. Yeah, uh, her name is. Is that her? Uh, I got a chick here, Madchen Amick. It doesn't look like her though. <laughs> Donald Moffat, he played uh, Ford Frick in 61. He's oh, in the yeah, movie. He, yeah, he's the... I think, <laughs> her, I think it's her father. Richard Jenkins, he plays a cop. Oh, yeah, I could, I could quote Richard Jenkins in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Richard Jenkins. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. must have been matching a Mick. Yeah, it's her. It just looks different because the picture... She has like a light hair, really changes her look. Mm. That's her though. So yeah, those are just some movies I got. So we'll I think what we should try and when we do one of these uh movie podcasts, we should give people like three days notice. Announce it on the show. Because there's nothing worse than you're not gonna listen to a podcast about a movie you've never seen. I can't think of anything stupider than that. All right, so we'll announce it on like the Monday show or Thursday, or we could do it even a week at a time. We could do it like say, all right, Monday next week, next Monday we're going to be talking about Trapped in Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. do. Uh, 
Let me see when I have Trapped in Paradise taping. I've been taping old chairs. I got like 31 chairs on because they it came up. It came off of Netflix. So, oh yeah, it's just nice to have like a catalog, like a 30 episode catalog of chairs just on your DVR. Yeah, you never know. It's a good, it's a good uh, show to hang out with the guys. Throw it, it is excellent. Have a beer. Excellent. Yeah, it's, it definitely makes you want to have a beer. It's not Sam Malone. Sam Malone doesn't want a beer. Well, did you ever see? Did you ever see the one where he almost has one? Uh, it's the first season. It's like early, right? I know Diane is in it because she's in the scene with him. Uh, I think so. And then is that the one where he has to like he has like his patented move where he can like spin a beer around the corner of the bar? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> And he has like uh what is it? A chip he had? Not a chip. But it's something he loses. That's like his his strength for being like sober. His, like his good luck charm or whatever. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the move at the end where he spins the bear is like the place erupts. Live yeah. studio audience. Oh yeah, no, there's nobody <laughs> in the, there's nobody in the bar, but the audience erupts. The audience erupts, yeah. 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 It's a good feeling. <clears throat> yeah. So there's that. Um, we used to have some Christmas like holiday specials, like the TV shows. That have, like every TV show had its own holiday special. We could do a podcast dedicated to that. Yeah. Like which like which ones though? You could do. Um. Did, did the office always have a Christmas episode? Oh, there's like a bunch of there's a bunch of office ones, yeah. Seinfeld has a few, but they're not like they're not like Christmas episodes, I would say. But they're yeah, the only holiday one is Festivus, really. <laughs> yeah, that's really it. And I think we may have already done a Festivus podcast. Probably. I can't remember. Um well, they do a good Thanksgiving one, Seinfeld. Oh, with Woody Woodpecker. Yeah, that's probably that's probably yeah. better than any Christmas one. Uh, let's see. I love Lucy Christmas. I just call it on the the list. Oh, like best sitcom. Yeah, Happy Days Christmas. This is just listing. None of these are. Uh, Lee Christmas, the Golden Oof. Girls, Golden Girls Christmas. Uh, yeah, I mean, none of these ring a bell. As like classic, I I would say like the modern ones are, are The Office. I can't, I don't know The Office well enough to know, but like, they have like one dedicated every season to it. Wasn't one of them a Moroccan Christmas? Maybe I don't know. I, I want to remember. There was one where, like, they get the the chick gets drunk because Meredith get drunk and he drops her off at rehab. Is that Christmas episode? Or is that just a random episode? I I remember two of them. I think, and one is a bad uh, where Michael gets an iPod or something for the Secret Santa. And it was like a ten dollar maximum, but it's uh, one of those one of those uh, Secret Santas where you could like trade. Oh yeah. Uh 
And then I remember one where he brought back like the Asian girls from Benny Hanna's or something. <laughs> oh, a Benny Hanna Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yep. yeah. That's, that's only two I remember. But that's ridiculous. Is there one more? Does Todd Packer show up just as Santa one year? I'm sure that make he would. It makes sense that he would. What a character. He is a good character. <laughs> uh, Simpsons' first episode ever is a Christmas special. Was that how they get the dog? That's how they get the dog. Yep. Yep. Family Guy's got a couple Christmas ones. Kiss oh, Saves yeah. Christmas. There's a, there's a really dark one where Stewie and Brian like, go to the North Pole and they might kill Santa Claus. I don't know. Or kill some deer, reindeer. I forget what happens. But it's very, it's a very dark. There's one where like Lois is climbing up the Christmas tree. She lost her mind. Oh, Kiss Saves Christmas. Kiss Saves Christmas is what he's watching when he almost burns the house down. Oh, okay. Right? Might be be the same episode, yeah. Yeah, That's like, that's early. That's an early one, yeah. Yeah, very early. Mm. Yeah. I don't think there's many, uh, I don't think there's many really like classic. Well, I mean, from my point of view, we have the Sopranos. True. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking more sitcom but yeah, Sopranos is the best. Sopranos is a very good one, yeah. The flashback, the big puss. Yeah. Did Mad Men have a Christmas episode? It must. Mad Men. Yes, I can't put my finger on it, though. Uh... Uh, where uh, there's one when they had a thorough Christmas party for Lucky Strike. And what's his name? Who's the Lucky Strike guy? Was fucking with Roger. <laughs> Lee Garner. Lee Garner, yeah. And there's another one where Don and Joan go test drive a Jaguar. Oh, so there's a couple Christmas episodes. Yeah. Travis Kelsey's having a rough game. What was he doing on that bye week? It's an easy gets, drop ball. Hope he gets crushed for it. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld is here. Yeah, Seinfeld's got a bunch. Like the um, they never went like all gimmicky though, you know, for this because they, you know, they wouldn't do that. But uh, the nipple one, Christmas card. Oh yeah, that's right. For all about that one. Yeah, I mean, there's a. I can't. I can't think of them right now, but there, there was like a, maybe like five. You know, I'm, I'm like going through. These, I'm going through these lists, and there's just too many. There's too many like shows I've never seen that have Christmas. Themed, All in the family have one. Shows. They, they don't even see that one. Like Thirty Rock, Futurama, Community. That's corny. That's oh, there's the best a, they got on this list. There's a black mirror with John Hamm. Oh. X Files, Buffy, Doctor Who. I mean, it's all shows I've never watched. So it's really, really hard to really, 
really counting the internet here, and that's really let me down. No friends. Friends have any Chris episodes? There's a friends one, yeah. There's some some armad. Somebody's dressed up as an armadillo. I don't. I, I don't remember. Neither do I. Oh, I, I know. I know little friends, but. Uh, yeah, little family matters. We wound up stuck on a train during the holiday. I don't remember that one. I got to be honest. Uh, I remember the I Love Lucy one. I watched that one a bunch when I was a kid. What happens in that one? I don't remember what happens. I know. I know how it ends. Uh, oh, it was a flashback episode. I, okay, so they just kind of went back and did some highlights, but they're all dressed as Santa Claus, and then like the real Santa Claus showed up at the end. Ah, uh, big reveal. Yep. Uh, so yeah, the friends of the the holiday armadillo. I don't, got, I don't recall got, that one. It's got a Ross dressed up as a big armadillo. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> well, uh, Saved by the Bell, A Home for Christmas, parts one and two, two parter. Wow. Oh, Nothing yeah. on top of the Thanksgiving one when they were in college. No, that was the best one. No, you can't. can't. Marv, Albert, Marv Albert, Bob Golick. There's a good honeymooners. One of it's good. I got the hundred best. We have three minutes, fifty-five seconds. Uh, the hundred best honeymooners is on here. It was the night before Christmas. Uh, he has to he has to sell his new bowling ball or something. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Different strokes. Roseanne, white trash Christmas. <laughs> All right, it's gonna go to the. I'm going out of the bottom. 100 is too many. One, Frazier. Two, Hey Arnold. Three, The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Wait, they're saying Frazier was the best Chris episode ever? I don't know if this is... It seems like it's the best, yeah. It's the greatest festive... Yeah, that's what this says. It's the greatest festive episode of all time. Wow. Mary Tyler Moore, three. The Office UK, four. Mm. Father Ted five. That is West Wing six. Fresh Prince seven. I was thinking Fresh Prince, but I couldn't remember what happened in the episode. This is the third of the four Christmas episodes. Uh, Several years in the future and told in flashback to the present day. The Banks family are approaching the christening day of newborn baby Nikki, Philip and his fourth child. That rings a bell. Oh, man. You had him. King of the Hill, 8. Futurama, 9. Mr. Bean, 10. What was ER. number 6 on that list again? 6 West was Wing? the West Wing, yeah. Did you ever watch West Wing? No. Me neither. Missed the boat. I'm never going to watch it. Probably past my time, too. Yeah. I mean, when I retire. Retire from watching TV? I retire from working. Oh, we forgot a classic one. <laughs> every, every listener will be disappointed we didn't add It's Always Sunny. Oh, uh, well, yeah. That was like a 
See, that was a standalone, though. That was the only thing. It counts, I think. It does count. It does count. It was released on DVD first. I'm pretty sure I still have the DVD. And you got to watch it on DVD because it's pretty raunchy. When it, when it airs on TV, they don't uh, they don't let it all fly. Yeah, it's hard to let that some of that fly. Yeah, you fuck my fucking mom, Santa. <laughs> glug glug glug, drinking <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that scene. That scene in general, tough to keep on TV. From where he like eats Santa Claus's face. That too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Black Mirror, All in the Family, Christmas of the Bunkers. Uh, oh, he didn't get a Christmas bonus. So there you go. That's bunkers. All right. And then there's 70 more. Okay. Well, that'll do it for the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Sunday Poor. We appreciate you spending time with us. We'll be back here uh, over the weekend with our picks. Just a quick pick show. Till then, happy Thanksgiving. And what do you got? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, really quick, they score here, the Chiefs? Yes or no? No. Oh, it's fourth and 25. Yeah, no. Okay. All right, everybody. Peace. <laughs>